Secure Act 2.0. It's currently being considered in Congress, and most believe it will pass this year or next. So what could it mean for those planning for retirement? On today's show, some ways the proposed changes will impact retirement. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. A lot of you have questions, and we have the answers here. Understand the process and challenges of retirement planning. It's a shift that people have to make, but it is a shift I help people walk through. A successful retirement doesn't happen by accident or luck. You've got to get there, right? You've got to be able to say, okay, yes, I can retire. Welcome in to Kelly's Bull Market News with Kelly Slot. We're back in at Kelly's Bull Market News. There's always something to be bullish about. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here, as always, in the studio with Kelly Slaught on AM870, The Answer. <laughs> Kelly Slaught is the owner and CEO of California Wealth Advisors. How are you, Kelly? I'm doing great. Yes, I do have the answers. No, I don't know if I have all the answers, but we certainly lot. can find we can find answers if we don't know. We know a lot, but um, actually, we're we're here to help people as much as we possibly can. So oh, that's the whole thing. Uh, all good. You Absolutely. really are looking ahead. You're ahead of the game. We're looking at something uh, coming out of Washington, not yet law, proposed legislation, and working its way through Congress, enjoying bipartisan support. And Washington said, "Hollywood, you're not the only one in the sequel game. We're going to get into this." Is a sequel legislation to the SECURE Act, which is already law. SECURE Act 2.0, not yet law, but you're going to break down some things about this um, because the SECURE Act, Kelly, did change the retirement world. It did. It's changed it quite a bit, actually. Actually, it was great last year. Uh, Trump did make it so you didn't have to take your RMDs, your required minimum distributions last year. That was nice. Once you turn age 70 and a half, or they changed it to 72, and I'm going to talk some more about that in a minute. But um, yeah, the tax laws... Are, are interesting what they have proposed so we're going to cover a lot of that this uh, this show and i think it'll be interesting for people to learn about kind of what they're looking at because a lot of people aren't aware of what's in this secure act 2.0 and i don't know if there's going to be a secure act 3.0 <laughs> you never know there could be you could never be. know i'm interested to get your take on this too as we go through this and you mentioned rmd so here we go it proposes further raising the rmd age Right. So the original SECURE Act uh, raised the age at which you could start taking your required minimum distribution, the RMDs, from your IRAs, your 401ks, from age 70 and a half to age 72. So that was interesting last year to to help people with that. Um, Although, like I said earlier, it was nice to not have to take those RMDs last year because many of my clients just don't need them. Right. Uh, They don't need the money out of those accounts. But of course, the government wants its hands on your money. Mm -hmm. So anyway, the proposed uh, legislation would again raise the uh, age to begin taking RMDs this time to age 75 over a decade. So what does that mean? Okay, the age for RMDs would initially increase to 72, I'm sorry, 73, starting January 1st, 2022, and then age 74 on January 1st, 2029, and then it would raise to 75 on January 1st, 2032. So you've got an increase in having to take those RMDs. And like I said earlier, most of my clients really don't need that money. They have other assets, they have pensions, they have rental properties, they have different things. So they don't really need to take the the RMDs. And of course, it increases your tax bill because RMDs is a taxable event to you. It's taxed as ordinary income. Uh, so that's kind of nice that they're increasing that. I'm, you know, and again, we are living longer. We're all living longer. And, and I have a statistic. I'll, I'll actually, I might as well mention it now. Um, 
the United States estimates that there were about 95,000 centenarians, people in their hundreds, in 1990. Uh-huh. By 2015, there were 450,000, wow. and the number is soaring worldwide. So projections suggest that there will be 3.7 million centenarians across the globe in 2050 and 25 million by 2100. So it's amazing. I mean, we're, like I mean, I say, it's, we're all it living is. longer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was just reading uh, just recently a study that they're saying that humans have the capability to live to 150 of course, you've got to be in really, really, really good health. And I, I do like mm-hmm. that uh, the, the, the government allows you to stop taking RMDs when you reach 115 years old. I thought that was pretty <laughs> generous know, of them. I, know, is that, I don't know where they came up with yeah. that number, but okay. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, before we move on here, Dave, I do want to mention, so for they're also going to change for the Secure Act 2.0, uh, the 50% penalty for missing RMDs. Now, remember, I, I remember I've talked about this on a previous show, but I had a client that, um, I, you know, throughout the year, this was a couple of years ago, but throughout the year, I kept saying, have you taken enough RMDs out of your other IRA, IRA accounts? She had some other ones in the banks because you don't have to take it all from one account or you can take it all from one account or you can take it from all of your accounts. But in her case, she was taking it from her bank accounts. She wasn't withdrawing RMDs from me. You can mm-hmm. do that. So she uh, did not take enough out. And in January, following December 31st, in January, she said, oh, my, my CPA says I need to take uh, money out of your IRA that I have with you. And that's a 50% penalty because you have to take it out by December 31st. Mm. So the new Secure Act is going to change that. So the 50% penalty for missing that RMD is going to be reduced to 25%. And if the mistake is corrected, the tax would be further reduced by 10%, which I think is really interesting because they really penalized you before and there was no recourse, but now they're kind of giving you an out, which is, that's good. So, you know, sometimes that's, they do good things sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, that's actually you can't say that's bad. I mean, obviously, maybe they've done some calculations on how much more lucrative the raising the RMD age down the road will be. I mean, that is a 10 year period. They raise right. it over. But yeah, yeah, it's bigger amounts that people will be taking out. Another right. thing, this is from this proposed legislation. Companies actually would be required to automatically en- enroll employees in a retirement savings plan. Right. So they're kind of uh, forcing, if you will, some retirement, which is, yeah, you know, I don't really like it when the government forces you to do anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the legislation would require employees to automatically enroll eligible workers into 401ks or 403b plans at a savings rate of 3% of their salary, although workers can opt out or opt to save less or even more up to annual contribution limits. Uh, enrolled workers' contribution rates would automatically increase each year by 1% until their contribution reaches 10%. So again, you're kind of forced to save for retirement, which I am not a big fan of the government forcing you to do anything. That's certainly my opinion. Um, so it's good that people are saving, but to be forced into it is not not a happy event in my my view. But, um, you know, it's good, good for at, people to save. Yeah, I mean, I look at the motive and I think, wow, are they really concerned about our savings habits? It's- well, I think, I think that goes to us living longer. Yeah, that's, that's true. Part of it. 
Yeah, and anticipating whatever kind of changes. Speaking of anticipating, that's what Kelly does on this show. But for you as a retirement partner, keeping you up on the changing retirement universe, and she can for you, it, It's you can set it up with this consultation. It's so easy, 800-810-8060. You can call that number or text KRLA to that number, 800-810-8060. We'll try to get as much as we can out of proposed Secure Act 2.0. Bigger catch-up contributions in this. Yeah, so under the proposed bill, workers, between the ages of 62 and 64 would be able to contribute even more to those accounts. Now, I think this is funny because I don't know why it would be only ages 62 to 64. Yeah. For 401ks and 403b plans, you'd be able to contribute an extra $10,000. That's up from currently $6,500. While participants in simple IRAs could contribute an additional $5,000. That's up from $3,000. And I like that. I like that they're increasing mm-hmm. how much you can do there. Again, I don't know why they need it either. Yeah. 62 to 64 because maybe you're 61 or maybe you're 65 <laughs> right. and you'd like to do that. So I want to do anyway, it. I do, I do have a client that um, she started later contributing to her 401k and she's just putting all sorts of funds in there every year. So it is a great way to build wealth. I have to say, keep doing it. Just make it automatic to put as much as you can in there. So I like that they're making these bigger catch-up contributions available to folks. The proposal also calls for IRA catch-up limits for those who are age 50 and older to index their uh, inflation starting in 2023. So in 2023, you can start contributing more than what they've been allowed uh, previously, which is currently $6,000 if you're under age 50 and $7,000 if you're over age 50. So starting in 2023, you'll be able to be indexed to be able to do a little bit more than that. So I like that. That's that's good. I, I like to be able to contribute more if you want to. That's great. That's true. Yeah, that definitely sounds good. We've got about a minute and we won't be able to get everything here, but that's okay because it's still young proposed legislation. It could change. But I did want to mention this one thing. It does broaden Roth opportunities to include simple and SEP IRAs. Yeah. So currently a simple and SEP IRAs are not allowed to accept Roth contributions from employees. The proposed legislation would change that. I like that actually, assuming that they don't change the nice benefits of Roths. And I I worry about that because Roths are so nice. Uh, You you put after-tax money into them. It grows for you tax-free. You take it out, it's tax-free. You do not have RMDs. I love that about Roths. Let's hope they don't touch that, Dave. I don't want them to touch the Roths. So also, employees could opt for employer matching contributions to 401ks and 457s and 403b plans to be made on a Roth basis. That's, again, after tax. I love that. That's beautiful. It really is. So currently, the matching contribution must must be on a pre-tax basis. So how nice. Not only is it free money for you that your employer is contributing for you, it's free, free, free money because (laughs) it's a Roth. You're going to put it in after tax. You're going to take it out with no tax. I love that. I mean, that's so that I love. I love that. I hope they pass that. Yeah, so far, so good. It could change, hopefully, some of these good things that will not not come out of this as it moves its way through Congress. We will stay on top of this to be continued. In the meantime, you can right now set up a consultation with Kelly. First opportunity at no cost, no obligation. It's right now. Yeah, so we uh, do offer uh, opportunities periodically for people to come and sit down and talk with us. We want to help as many people as we possibly can. What we're going to do is set up a specific plan created just for you, very specific to you. Uh, We love diversified assets. Many times people come to us and they say, oh yeah, I'm diversified. I have stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. And actually, you're really not. You're all in the market. So with my mass proprietary process, M being the market, 
market, A being alternative space, S being safe money. When we do that, when we set up portfolios like that, it creates smart, savvy investors. So normally it's about $2,500 to sit down with us and do that and have this have us create this for you. It does work best for clients with a million dollars or more and you're serious about investing and ha- having us help you. We can't work with everyone, unfortunately. I wish we could. We're, we're going to have that first consultation to see if we're both a good fit. Uh, so if you do have 200000 or more of investable assets and you are serious about having us help you with your portfolio, we would be honored to sit down with you. And Dave, why don't you give them that number? Oh, you can call 800-810-8060 or you can text KRLA to 800-810-8060. And for the next 10, no cost, no obligation, learn about Kelly's mass proprietary process using market alternative investments and safe strategies for you in a custom sense. Again, call 800-810-8060 or text KRLA to 800-810-8060. Great start to the show, Kelly. Much more to come after the break. What are we doing? Are we headed towards a recession? We don't know for sure. When we come back, we'll give you some recession facts that you need to know just in case. Kelly's Bull Market News, there's always something to be bullish about. Certainly how Kelly Slaught feels, the owner and CEO of California Wealth Advisors, helping guide people through, uh, to and through retirement and trusted in Southern California and beyond. Now, she helps a lot of people in other areas of their financial life. Uh, she does dedicate this show to information on strategies to have a successful retirement plan in all weathers. And we're going to talk about bad weather here, bad financial <laughs> weather, and that is rest- Session, You know, it's funny. We are not funny, really, but we got out of it quickly. Last uh, late February, March, when the pandemic hit, uh, it although it didn't meet the normal metrics used to determine whether or not we're in a recession, many economists felt like we were in a very short-lived recession then. Uh, but fortunately, it, it was short-lived. Why, why are they right. even called recessions, Kelly? Well, uh, you know, because depressions is just too scary to say. I mean, you don't want to say, hey, we're in a depression, right? (laughs) Right, it scares people. Yeah, it scares people. So, uh, no, really, actually. So, here's an interesting factoid. I like to call them factoids when I bring these to the show. Uh, A good Jeopardy question (laughs) answer, (laughs) if you will. So, after the Great Depression, a term once considered uh, milder than panic or crisis, then they said, I don't know, let's, let's call it a recession instead. So, instead of panic or crisis or depression, they can Came up with recession so yeah uh, good jeopardy question for you there it is have you been called on to co-host yet i mean to guest host yeah <laughs> i think they're going to run through everybody in the country before they settle man uh you know that is interesting it's funny how just that the term and it can scare people but even in 08 it was so bad then we had to stick a great in front of it the great recession so yes right what are the normal metrics used to say we're in a recession yeah okay well here's another Another uh, factoid for everyone out there. Uh, so uh, defined by the National Bureau, Bureau of Economic Research, uh, they're the arbitrators of the definition, if you will. So what it means is two quarters of consecutive decline in GDP, that's gross domestic product, is what the National Bureau of Economic Research uses to define that. So right. there are other factors that, that are considered as well, declines in real manufacturing and wholesale retail trade and industrial production as well. So 
there are a number of things they look at, but two quarters of consecutive declines in GDP is basically what the National Bureau of Economic Research looks at. I mentioned that was a short-lived recession, maybe not even a month, but uh, if it was a recession, <laughs> but they tend to last longer than that. Yeah, they sure do. So on the average, it's about 17 and a half months that that happens. Uh, and the average actually of that 17 and a half months goes back long time. Another factoid for you all goes back to 1875 is when they first started tracking that. Uh So uh, the the law and the longest post World War II recession began in December 2007. So actually not too long ago and ended in June of 2009. So um, interesting little factoid for everyone. Man, you're really you're keeping us up on the information and even on proposed legislation out of Washington on the show today. But that's how Kelly does this. I mean, she gets with her clients and she looks at even their own life events that may need a, a tweak or two on the plan that she's helped craft using the mass proprietary process. And she can for you. It's as simple as a call 800-810-8060. Or you can text KRLA to 800-810-8060. Now we're not in a recession now, but we're just looking at recessions and recessions in retirement and the right strategies proactively uh, for that. And even once we do hit a recession, what are the worst effects of a recession? Um, well, so the worst effects of a recession is, uh, you know, the old joke goes when the, uh, a recession is when someone else loses their job and a depression is when you lose your job. Well, so that makes sense. <laughs> I think economists are not known for their jokes necessarily. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> the one thing about um, recession when you're not retired, it you may not panic as much because you've got all right. this time. But in, in looking at retirement, how do you how do you prepare your clients to be in retirement as recession proof as possible? Yeah, I love this question uh, because you, you never really know when you retire. Are we in a recession, depression, panic, crisis, whatever you want to call it? Um, so if you know you're in a recession, let's put it this way. Uh, you know you're in a recession and you're going to retire because that's just when it all is working out for you. Maybe you want to consider a part-time job rather than stopping working entirely. Mm -hmm. That gives you a little hedge against withdrawals from your retirement account. So that's always good, especially if they're down a little bit because maybe the market's down. Uh, So that will give some, uh, the account some time to recover uh, from a potential market correction, perhaps. Um, Maybe you need to delay retirement. If you're in a recession, maybe you need to delay it a little bit. Uh, But again, I go back to my budget. I talk about that so much. And on my uh, website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com, I do have a budget sheet on there. Go there. uh, By all means, please print it out. uh, Fill it out. Don't feel like you have to do it all in one day. Take a month or so to fill it all out. Because when you know what your budget is and you know what income you can create off of your portfolio, then that gives you peace of mind, even if we're in a recession. Yeah. If I can say, yes, we can create you know, X dollars for you and X dollars is what you need, boy, if it's a recession, hey, you know, you're doing great. So maybe you don't have to delay the retirement or get a part-time job, but know what your budget is. Know if you're doing the mass proprietary process, where your income streams are going to come from. Uh, Maybe you're going to delay Social Security for a little bit, which is always good, by the way, because every year that you wait to delay Social Security after age 62, you're going to get about 7 to 8% more, which is always smart. But consider an annuity. That's the safe section. And I know a lot of people have heard good things and bad things about annuities. Annuities are not good or bad. Let me make that very clear. It depends on what you're looking for and what you want. It's what's right so, for you, yeah. Yeah, and it's what's absolutely right for you. And everybody's 
different with that. So that's why we have our consultation when I when I talk about it later uh, as our offer today to sit down with us is we want to find out about you and what is your risk tolerance. Again, on my website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com, I do have a risk questionnaire on there. Go there and fill that out because you need to know what your risk tolerance is to create a portfolio that's suitable for you. So everybody's different with that. Yeah, I love that. Many reasons to visit the website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. The budget, which you can print out, the risk uh, questionnaire will give you a lot more information on and, and give you a better handle on where you are and how what how you feel about risk. I'm that guy, uh, Kelly, who would not be smart enough to get those, those proactive plans in place. And what you're doing is looking ahead, and you even have to anticipate that that will happen. Those storms are coming up. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and that's what I tell clients all the time right now is what I look for in the future. I look for, for investments that are going to do well, even if the market goes down 10,000 points, even if inflation kicks its ugly head in there, no matter what the administration does. You know, I do look for that. So uh, retiring during a recession or a bear market is not fun. We don't like that. Um, however, there are some several things that we can do to shield ourselves for the long-term fallout uh, that might be coming. So again, having that mass proprietary process, having diversified portfolios is absolutely key. Uh, maybe you're going to realize some capital losses, dollar cost averaging and portfolio rebalancing. We do all of that with folks. Those are some strategies that can keep yourself uh, going strong, even in choppy waters of the market. So again, the mass proprietary process is absolutely key. You've got to have diversification. I can't emphasize that enough. I have so many people come to me, Dave. They've got big, you know, million dollars, $2 million 401ks or IRA accounts, and it's all in the market. Mm. They either have oh, all wow. stocks or they have all mutual funds, or maybe there's some bonds in that's there, scary. which is, I didn't, that's another topic, but we don't want to be in bonds right now with interest rates rising. Um, but but they're all in the market and they think they're diversified because their advisor who only sells stocks, bonds, and mutual funds says they're diversified. Well, they're not. They're, they're really not. They're only in one section of the market. And that's why I do my mass proprietary process. M is the market. A is alternative investments. S is safe money. So when you do the uh, a and the S along with your M, <laughs> the mm -hmm. M-A-S, then you're, you're covered no matter what the markets are doing. So I love that. It works really well for people. And again, the, the safe section, the, uh, a lot of times we talk about annuities for those. There's ways to do annuities that are not very costly. They are guarantees of things uh, of your investments, which I really like. You've got that downside protection. I can't say that about anything in the stock market, right? So to have some money in safe sections, especially into retirement is so comforting for people. It really is. You I mean, it, it's my, it's my privilege to getting involved in people's lives and finding out what their concerns are and then providing those solutions to get them to where they want to be. It really is my privilege. I'm very honored to do it. Um, I'm very lucky. I have a job that can help people in their lives uh, not many people can say that about their jobs and, and working with that's true people like i do every day I, I really do change lives and i uh hopefully improve them all for the better because i make it so you're diversified and you have comfort and you're not worried about retirement i love bringing that to the table and i love those smiles that people bring me once they retire they're so happy it's just so fun it makes my job really fun i mean we do have a lot of fun here we take this very seriously certainly but we do have a lot of fun and and creating that comfort level for people is just so rewarding for us that we really almost do it for free if we could but um 
to bring that to folks is so fun. Well, I know it, it gives you great pleasure to, to have build that winning plan for them with the right balance. And you get the right balance for you. Another opportunity to schedule a consultation with Kelly. Yeah, so we are offering uh, some time open in our calendar coming up here. So people that call in, we will uh, sit down with you, create a specific plan just for you. We love diversifying assets, not having them all in one place is very important. That's why we've created the mass proprietary process, M being the market, A being alternative investments, and S being safe money. So at no cost or obligation today, uh, we will sit down and chat with you. We don't know if we're a good fit. We won't know that until we chat. Uh, Normally, it's about $2,500 to sit down and do with us, but we want to help as many people as we can. So we are opening up our calendar a little bit for you. It works best if you have a million dollars or more of investable assets and you are serious about it. But today, we're going to open it up a little bit more. So if you have 200000 or more of investable assets, uh, give us a call and we will sit down with you and see how we can help you. We want to be a resource for you. You will become part of our family if we decide to work together and we'll provide some solutions for you as well. So Dave, what's that number? Well, there, and here it is. And there are two things you can do with this number. You can call it 800-810-8060 or text KRLA to that number, 800-810-8060. Either way, Kelly has what she needs to get with you and schedule this comprehensive review that's really looking at the right strategies for you, giving you that that financial roadmap to retirement and utilizing the mass proprietary process. Again, call 800-810-8060 or text KRLA to 800-810-8060. Quick break, more to come. What are we doing, Kelly? Well, I have some good news. Some expenses may go down after retirement. But I also have some bad news. Some expenses may go up. So we'll break down the list when we come right back. We're back. And Kelly Slot knows there's always something to be bullish about. And that's what we talk about. Kelly's bull market news. We talk with Kelly Slot every week, really about retirement strategies, although California Wealth Advisors also helps people in other areas and eras and of their financial life. This show focuses on retirement with Kelly, who is trusted in Southern California and beyond and licensed in multiple states, by the way. Well, we're going to look at expenses in retirement, Kelly. You said good news and bad news. Don't you love when somebody says, what do you want first, the good news or the bad news? Which do you normally pick? Uh, I I go with good news first. You do? Yeah, I go with good. Tell me the good news because then I'm happy and I hear the bad news and okay, well. Usually the bad news negates the good news though. So I just give me the bad news first. That's the way I go go with it. I do. I do. We were a little opposite on that one. But we are looking, there's good and bad to this. We're looking at expenses in retirement. Now, when people first come to you, do they think their expenses drastically reduce in retirement? Well, you know, it's interesting. I I get both sides of that. I I have some people that say, hey, I'm going to retire. I'm not going to be driving to work anymore. I'm not going to be buying lunches out all the time. And so my expenses will go down. And then I have other people that come to me and say, hey, I'm going to be traveling. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be taking up new hobbies. And so my expenses are going up. So again, it goes to budget. It really does. Go on my website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com, download that budget sheet, find out what your budget is. And then you can kind of, you know, and like I said, I've said this before too. print two budget sheets, print one for today, your pre-retirement. Mm-hmm. This is my budget in retiring your, your mortgage, whatever. When you retire, a lot of times 
you, you get rid of that mortgage, right? So, or you've paid down your house quite a bit. So maybe your budget from that standpoint will be less, but maybe you're going to travel more. Maybe you're going to take up hobbies, uh, different things that you can do. So get that budget sheet, print two of them out, do one for today, do one for a projected retirement budget, if you will. And then that will give you a lot of peace of mind about where you're going to be going with all of that. Uh, really important to know that. I mean, again, Peace of mind is really what I bring to the table most of the time for folks because we map it out for them. We, okay, here's what you've got. Here's what you want. Let's see if we can get you there. Absolutely. I love doing that. I really like that idea of doing the two budgets. And do you ever advise your clients even before they retire to kind of kick the tires and uh, test drive that retirement budget? See what it feels like? Does it have <laughs> that new good, budget smell? I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, I love I love that. Um, I haven't had anybody actually do that, but it, that's probably really smart. I probably should have them say, hey, just try living on your future budget and see how it feels. So, exactly. Yeah, that's a good, exactly. good idea. We are going to have some things that go down, but there, there's a lot that actually goes up in retirement. For instance, required minimum distributions and that tax hit. Yeah, so if you haven't started taking out your required minimum dis- distributions prior to age 72, and like I said in an earlier segment, it's that, that age is going up over time, but um, you're typically required to take money out of your traditional IRA and traditional 401ks for that matter uh, after you reach age 72. And it usually starts around 4%. So for instance, if you have a million dollars in your 401k, you've got to take out 40,000 a year to satisfy that required minimum distribution. So um, they start smaller. So 4% is not a huge amount out of there, but it does increase as you age. And then when you reach age 115, <laughs> and I don't know why they came up with this number, uh, but I guess it stops at age 115. Congratulations. You don't have to take a required <laughs> huh? distribution anymore. You don't have to take RMDs, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Can't hear anything. Uh, so the, the withdrawals from those accounts are treated as taxable income. And a lot of people forget that it's tr- treated as ordinary tax rates, which means you're going to owe taxes on that money that you take out of that account. And I said this earlier too, most of my clients don't need that money. They've got pensions, they've got uh, maybe social security, they've got different things that they're living on, uh, but the government wants its hands on your money. So you're going to have to take out those percentages. So just be aware of that, that that's coming and that that could increase your cost of, of living because you do have higher taxes perhaps you're going to have to pay then so just be aware of that yeah and and this is a giveth and taketh away uh, you could if you get a colo <laughs> with social security then medicare premiums could eat that up yeah so most retirees are relieved to find out their social security benefit can receive an inflation adjusted uh increase every year to help keep a pace with rising costs, but what few realize here is that the rising Medicare Part B premiums may wind up chewing up all of that increase that you get from your Social Security. So it can't um, increase it above it, which is nice, uh, but uh, uh, your, your Social Security checks may not be more than you think because your Medicare might go up too. So anyway, a lot of things people are not aware of that can happen. Um, so just something to, you know, keep in your mind. Well, I know, and we talk about your mass proprietary process, which does utilize market strategies and alternative investment, but investments, but also safe strategies. And that's important too, because another thing that you, that could be a hit for you, that it's not maybe for someone younger is it's just harder to wait out a bad market when you retire. Yeah. So, uh, so while you're working and adding money to your retirement accounts, your salary covers most of your cost of living, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so, but once you right. retire and start pulling money out of your portfolio to cover your cost of living, uh, a 
down market takes on an entirely different fe feeling and meaning to you. It gives you that angst, that that uh, pit in your stomach. Remember back in 2008 when people retired in that year, that was not a good year. So, so if you need to sell some stocks to pay your bills, a market slump may leave you with no choice but to sell at a low point, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to have emotional selling of anything, and that could rapidly deplete your retirement assets. So again, when you diversify, when you have the mass proprietary process that we utilize, M being the market, A being alternatives, S being safe money, um, we have investments that can weather a down market like that. That's why we do it. Uh, so you have that diversification. So uh, you, you want to take out uh, enough to satisfy your living expenses, but you want to try and not touch that principal. And I work with people all the time. I just had a gal in this week. She was taking out principal because her advisor was not utilizing the asset and income that can be generated from her entire portfolio. She had some annuities she was not touching. And I said, well, let's start taking out the income from that. And then you're not touching the principal mm -hmm. of, your, of your stock portfolio. And then we also did some alternative investments for her. So there, no, she's not 100% in the stock market. So it worked out really great for her because if we have a downturn in the market, she's still got these income streams coming in. She's not worried about it. She's not going to have to liquidate her stock portfolio. I love that. That's beautiful. So she's much more comforted now talking with me than she was prior to uh, not, you know, not having a diversified portfolio like our mass proprietary process. If you want to see what Kelly can can learn about you and maybe find a better way than what you have, or even just start from scratch with your retirement strategies, 800-810-8060. That's 800-810-8060. Now I'm trying to think, okay, you mentioned mortgage that could be paid off. Your, your kids are grown, so hopefully they're self-sufficient. So there are areas that can be cut, not healthcare though. That's probably going to go up. Yeah, well, healthcare does tend to go up in retirement. You, I mean, most folks need $250,000, $300,000 for long-term care health care needs once they retire. And that's a big chunk of change. So you've got to uh, make sure that your costs are in line with what your income is generating for that. So again, doing the budget sheets, go on my website. I'm going to say it again, go on my website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com, download that budget sheet so you can know what your costs are going to be. So um, yes, you're, you know, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics does say family spending habits do decrease once you retire. Although again, it depends on your hobbies and yeah, what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, like you said, uh, mortgages tend to go down because people have paid off their mortgages are paid it down quite a bit. Um, hopefully the adult children are self-sufficient and gone. Um, there's also the fact that people slow down as they age. So usually what I tell people is right when you retire, let's say you're 60, 65, right in there, those are the what we call the go-go years. Mm -hmm. The go-go years, you want to travel, you want to do those hobbies and all of that. So you want to do all of that which could cost you more actually than your no-go years. So the no-go years could be, I don't know, 70, 75, 80 uh, years old or so where you just can't move around as well. I mean, you are aging. Um, so make sure you do things in your go-go years, but that could increase your expenses too. I we mean, that, that may mean that your, that your retirement spending is not going down during those go-go years. So uh, again, have a budget, know what it is, do a projected budget. It doesn't have to be a budget for today. It could be, Hey, five, 10 years from now, this is what I think I'm going to spend. So it's a good thing to do. 
And you can download that, by the way, the budget that Kelly talks about that she offers at her website, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com, CaliforniaWealthAdvisors.com. And then get with Kelly and talk about income in your retirement, the right strategies, the right growth protection, safe strategies, alternative investments, market strategies. I went backwards with it, but it actually is mass, the mass <laughs> proprietary process. You can talk about it with Kelly. You can schedule it right now. No cost, no obligation. Yeah. So we would love to sit down with you see how we can help you we can't work with everyone but we would love to have an initial consultation with you if you have at least a million dollars or more of investable asset it works best with that uh, we normally charge about twenty five hundred dollars to sit down it does take us uh, a few hours to put all this together for you we do use our mass proprietary process uh, we've been developing this for decades really um, make it uh, best that we can for you, bring you the best products we can find. So M being the market, A being alternative investments, S being safe money. When we do that, we have peace of mind. We have people's smiles that bring us in when they retire because they know they're not worried about their retirement plan. So uh, it does work best if you have a million dollars or more, but we will work with folks with $200,000 or more of investable assets. And, you know, we want to be a resource for you. You become part of our family when you come work with us, if we find we're a good fit for many folks. And we want to provide those solutions to your challenges. So everybody's different, makes our job interesting. Um, but we do take care of people. That's I mean, like I say, you become part of our family. Many of many of you become very close friends, so we love that. Um, you know, this works great for retirement planning, but we also work with people outside of retirement plan. We look at your total portfolio. So if you have investments just outside of retirement accounts in a trust account or a financial account, we do look at those too. We do help folks with those. We do create the mass proprietary process for those accounts as well. 800-810-8060, and you can call that or you can text KR. RLA to that number, 800-810-8060. Either way, you get in touch with Kelly. And the beautiful thing is it's not a cookie-cutter approach that Kelly takes. She gets to know you and custom-fit these strategies for your retirement, 800-810-8060. Next 10, no cost, no obligation. Call or text KRLA to that number, 800-810-8060. The listeners never disappoint, Kelly. We have more good questions for you to answer. We do, actually. Uh, we, we need to take a break here, but when we come back, we'll jump right into some questions from listeners. Listeners, the ever popular final segment of questions from listeners. It's Kelly's Bull Market News. Back at it with Kelly Slot. She knows there's always something to be bullish about. Kelly Slot, the owner and CEO of California Wealth Advisors. Kelly helps people in all areas of their life, their financial life, and their portfolios. But, of course, ushering people into retirement, which is what this show is about. And she does a great job keeping you up on changes uh, possible in the retirement world, as we open the show with today, and in answering your questions. And that's how we close it out. Questions from the listeners. Laguna Beach. This is a long one, Kelly. I was advised <laughs> to consolidate as many of my retirement accounts as possible. And I, I have about seven, a traditional IRA, Roth IRA, several 403B accounts. I was told that it was a good, it was good to have the 403B accounts because they have protections from like lawsuits and creditors. Now, I can't move any money into the 403B accounts because they're from old employers, but I can move the money to other accounts. Should I hold on to these accounts or should I consolidate them? 
Oh, I love this question because boy, do I see this every single day. I you mean, do? I just had a client. Yeah, I really do. I just had a client in today um, and it's kind of similar here. They had several IRA accounts at different old employers. There was a, a couple of different 401k accounts they had at other employers that they had left there when they left the employment, um, which I always tell people don't do that because the choices that you have at those employers um, 401ks are not very many. They give you 10 or 15 different mutual funds to choose from. And the world really is your oyster. I mean, when I talk about my mass proprietary process, there's a plethora of investments that we can invest in there. So uh, don't be limited with that. So yes, I love this. Absolutely consolidate your retirement accounts. It doesn't cost you anything to do that. There's no tax consequences to do that. You can take old IRAs, old 403Bs, old 401Ks, and combine them into one IRA account. I do that all the time. I have many people that do that. Uh, just bring me your statements. That's all I need. And then we can consolidate them all for you. So um, it was interesting here. He does mention something about protections. Um, I believe that OJ Simpson, which might be a sore subject here, but I believe OJ Simpson protected a lot of his assets by having retirement accounts and annuities specifically. In the civil um, suit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there are protections you do get from retirement accounts, which is nice. Uh, but yes, I would absolutely consolidate them. It makes it much easier to manage them for one thing. Um, it cuts down on costs too. I mean, I have some clients that have four, um, some 401ks and 401ks, especially when you're self-employed um, and you, you move around to different places, uh, you, you can cut down on costs when you consolidate all these accounts. So I would highly recommend consolidating them, yes. Um, and then, again, it's much easier to create that mass proprietary process for you and um, and give you some peace of mind and give you some more choices in diversification. It's, uh, it's one of the first things I always tell people is be diversified. Don't have all your assets in one place, which is usually what I see with these different uh, accounts spread out all mm. over the place. And a lot of, I just had a client this week actually that had a few client, a few uh, accounts, IRAs at banks and well, banks just don't pay you anything. I mean, he was earning 0.01% oh, on his account. Wow. So I said, let's consolidate all these IRAs together and then we can create some good income streams for you, giving you that diversification that you're looking for. So yes, consolidate 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 very good thing to do the laguna beach you really could benefit from a, a second opinion opportunity a comprehensive review with kelly 800-810-8060 that's uh calling or texting krla to that number 800-810-8060 i do have to say it every week 80 is the new 60 just to help you remember <laughs> that number encina right. is next and we're close to 80 being the new 60. Encino yeah. is next. I have a pre-tax 401k that I do want to start converting to a Roth IRA account. Now, does that money need to go to a traditional IRA first, or can it go directly to a Roth IRA from the 401k account? And they do throw this in, which is always helpful. I'm 62 and plan to retire at 67. Yes, this is perfect. I love this. Um, I always suggest people do Roth conversions. So yes, uh, you, you can convert your 401k into a Roth and no, you do not have to put it in traditional IRA account first. So don't worry about that. Now, typically what I see with 401ks is when you do a, an in-service transfer or a transfer out of uh, one that you're working, you're, you're currently working for at the 401k and you're contributing to it, but you want to do a Roth conversion. Okay. So they will send you a check 
and it's IRA for the benefit of, or Roth IRA for the benefit of it. That's how they're going to word it. They send the check to you. You bring the check to me. We put it into a Roth account for you. There's no um, extra taxes for that, but you do have obviously a tax event when you roll from a 401k into a Roth. That is a taxable event for you. I want to make that clear. Um, It's ordinary tax rates that you have to pay, but you don't have to open an IRA first. You can go directly from that. You just have to make sure you set it up correctly, which I do this all the time. So I know how to do that for folks and and help them with that. So I like that he says he's 62. He's going to retire at 67 Mm -hmm. because that's good. That means you've got at least five years. And I wouldn't do, I mean, let's assume his 401k, he doesn't say here, but let's assume his 401k is a million dollars. You don't want to roll a million dollars into a Roth. That's a million dollars tax hit you're going to get, right? So, but if you, I mean, again, it depends on your tax bracket and I need, I would need a little more information from him here, but, um, you know, if you can do 10,000, 20,000, I had a client a couple of years ago do 100,000. He happened to have a lot of write-offs that year that a CPA said he could offset that with. So uh, it just depends on how much you feel like you can handle in that extra tax because you do pay ordinary taxes on what you take out of there. So if you can do, like for this gentleman, he's 62, he's going to retire at 67, take 10, 20, $30,000 a year out of that 401k, roll it into a Roth. And then um, you, by the time you're 67, you're going to have a good chunk of change in your Roth. And then you won't have to take your RMD when you turn 72. And then if you need money out of that Roth, it'll be tax-free for you to withdraw it. So I love that. It's it's uh, He's good thinking. I like He must be listening to the show. Well, that's what I'm thinking <laughs> because also, you know, I, I think he's heard you correctly say if you had more information, you could better help them and answer their questions. So he, he put that in. So, yeah, he could right. be a regular listener. Thank you and seeing. Santa Barbara. I am 58 and have 500000 in a retirement account. Now, my, my bank offers a program that guarantees no loss, but caps the gain at 7.5%. Now, the plan requires a seven-year commitment. Is this a good idea, a good plan? Well, uh, yes and no, I would say. It sounds like this is an annuity, which would be very unusual for a bank to offer. So I would probably need some more definitions of what exactly the bank is offering here. Mm -hmm. Um, But, okay, so yes, because seven and a half per year for seven years, that's not bad. However, if you think seven and a half percent is not enough and you want to have a bigger upside to that, then I would say no. Um, so well, let's let's talk about this for a second. What is a cap? Because th- that is an annuity term that we use. So a cap means, in this case, 7.5%. That means if the market goes up 20%, you're not going to get 20%. You're going to get 7.5%. Now, it does say it has no loss, which is nice. That is a typical annuity situation when you have, especially with a fixed indexed annuity or a fixed annuity, you have no loss, which is nice. Um, however, a lot of the, uh, or all, uh, I should say, of the annuities that I work with have no caps. So I like to have no caps on on the policies. So if you like seven and a half and that's enough for you and you're not looking for any more than that, then that's great. If you want to say, hey, you know, I want to have the opportunity to earn more than seven and a half percent over the next seven years, then maybe look at a different annuity or maybe the bank might offer a different annuity maybe you don't know about. Um, or you can come talk to us and we can chat about what might be available to you because 
I mean, that's nice. What a nice thing about our financial firm was we're an independent financial firm. So when I have a, a client come to me and they're interested in an annuity and they have, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars they want to do in an annuity and they want income streams and they want no caps. Well, I go shopping around to 30, 40 different annuity companies that are out there. I'm, yeah. I'm not tied to just one. So I love that. That's why I can find those no cap policies um, which is nice. So, uh, in, for his question, it just depends on a lot of different things here, but, um, uh, do your research, I guess is what I would say. Or talk to Kelly. Cause I mean, that's the great lead into your final offer to sit down and talk with you. Let Kelly learn more about you, your unique situation to better craft those, uh, those strategies and institute the mass proprietary process in your behalf. And here is the final opportunity for this week to do it. Yeah, so we love sitting down with folks. We love getting to know people. We want to sit down and try and help you. We want to try and help as many people as we can. So we are going to open up our schedule a little bit for you. Uh, We will create a specific plan just for you. We've been working on this type of scenario for many, many years. We've honed it down to what we call the mass proprietary process. So M being the market, A being alternatives, S being safe money. And there's reasons why we do each one of those sections for folks. Uh, So when you create that for yourself, you do create smart, savvy investors, which we love. Uh, so at no cost or obligation, normally about $2,500, we will sit down with you and see if we're a good fit, create that plan for you. Um, so if you have a million dollars or more, it does work best with that. And you're serious about looking at your portfolio and creating that mass proprietary process for yourself. Uh, we would love to have you call in and get to know that because, again, we Uh, love what we do. We uh, provide a good resource for folks to look at different kinds of investments, uh, understand what different investments are available to you. You become part of our family if we do decide to work together. And then we find solutions to those challenges that you might have. So uh, by all means, give us a call. Again, if you have 200,000 or more of investable assets today, we will take the call. We will sit down with you, see if we're a good fit. Uh, So, Dave, what's that number? It is 800-810-8060. That's 800-810-8060. You can call it or you can text KRLA to that number. The mass proprietary process and utilizing the market strategies, alternative investments, and safe strategies for the right balance in your retirement plan. 800-810-8060. Call that number. No cost, no obligation. Next 10 or text KRLA to 800-810-8060. Kelly, in closing, I was reading since we're coming out of the pandemic uh now uh sales are doubling and tripling on just these two items teeth whitening uh products and (laughs) razors so the masks are coming off more so we need it i guess so i guess that's a good thing we're all cleaning up a little bit we want to get out and you know we're we're humans we love to touch and feel and hug each other and that's great and i love it and good let's open this let's open it up for everyone and get out there and and greet each other again i'm so happy that we're heading that way well and we will we'll do this all over again next week so hopefully you'll join us for kelly's bull market news
Kelly Slot offers securities and advisory services through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Centaurus Financial Incorporated and California Wealth Advisors are not affiliated companies. The opinions expressed on this radio show are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and does not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. The views and opinions expressed are for information and educational purposes only.